Hey girls, welcome to the Her Podcast. We are back and we are finishing up this topic called rearranging. Um, my name is Holly Wright and I'm the founder of Her and I'm super excited to introduce you to today's guest speaker. Um, her name is Keisha and she is a mental coach and also a friend of mine that I met last year. Um, and I'm super excited just to kind of introduce you to her and hear her story as she talks about rearranging um, when it comes to mentalization and just the fitness world so hi Keisha thanks for being on the podcast today hi thanks I'm like so stoked about this (laughs) well welcome I'm so excited just to have you so you're an open book so why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are what you do and we'll dive right in oh man who am I and what I do (laughs) (laughs) well first and foremost I am a single mama I have a 12 year old son you know the preteen stage is real right now, um, trying to guide him right now too, through, you know, doing online schooling. That's very interesting. Uh, for my work, I am a mental performance coach. So I really look at the mental aspect, um, whether that is with athletes and I also work for a nonprofit, I'm a, a mission manager. And so I look over all programs and I work with, uh, breast cancer survivors and, really make sure that, you know, we work on the mental aspect of building confidence and trusting the process and creating good habits and, you know, just really blessed to do that. Cause that's definitely my purpose. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everything else in between. <laughs> so many hats. I love it. Yeah. Um, and a single mom too, and you're beautiful. So oh my you're killing the game. Oh my gosh. Thank you. So, so I'm fun. so excited just for the season that you're in as you're walking in a whole new aspect of like the fitness world and being an ambassador. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that world? Like what you just started uh, with boobs for barbells and kind of what you do in that field. Yeah. So with barbells for boobs, what we truly believe is that physical fitness um, is the key to quality of life after breast cancer. Uh, and so what we have is our RAD program, which is resources after diagnosis. And mm-hmm. we just believe in movement. So we have all these different programs that we have our RAD wads, which a wad is a workout of the day. Um, we work, we have a yoga, we have meetings and support groups and we do one-on-ones and all the, all these aspects just to give us support because when someone is diagnosed, uh, they go through treatment. And so then they have like their whole medical team, you know, with them to support them. And then after they ring their bell or however that may look after they're done with treatment, they're just kind of let go and off and don't have Mm -hmm. that support. And they're like, Hey, physically and mentally, like I'm not ready yet. Like I still need it. And that's where we come in is really giving them that support after their diagnosis. So it's really neat to see that and be able to be a part of it. That's so awesome. So you're just full hands on deck with that. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess my first question for the podcast today, um, since we're talking about this topic of rearranging, you know, getting rid of like old mindsets, old habits, what just basically getting rid of old junk to prepare for new Um, if you could, let's go, let's go to college days, because I know that you're way advanced in your degree (laughs) or you're killing the game. So let's go back to like getting out of high school, Keisha, getting out of high school, going into college. Did you know then this is like kind of everything you wanted to do, or you just had like hints, like 
if you could go back to that season of your life, going through, you know, getting rid of some old stuff, what was going on in that time frame? Well, I was, you know, so just so you all know, like I'm 33 years old. And so, you know, I've had some time under my belt and I'm a late bloomer. Like I, I did things kind of later in life. And so about seven years ago, um, I was previously married and that, you know, went a different way. And so I really had to restart over. And to be honest, like I was a single mom. I didn't know where I was going to go. Didn't know what my purpose was. I just knew I needed to find myself. And it was around Mm -hmm. 25. And I was like, I need to get my degree. I don't know what I'm going to get my degree in, but I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, I was living in Louisiana at the time. I'm from California. I'm born and raised in San Diego. And, you know, good old Louisiana. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Never going back, girl. Yeah. (laughs) So I moved back after uh, that and started really working on my degree. And Mm -hmm. had no idea what what my purpose was. I just knew if I went to school and I would take one to two classes a night or, or a semester or however that may look while working at, I was currently working at Chili's, um, as mm-hmm. a server, eventually I was going to get to my goal. Um, and it took me about nine, no, about eight years to get my bachelor's in, uh, psychology. Mm-hmm. And that fell in my lap. And I was actually doing a double major of pre-nursing and this is where God really comes into play and in, in trusting the process that he has for you is I was in a psychology class and I gave a talk about exercise and my anxiety mm-hmm. and my uh, professor pulled me aside after and said, Hey, have you thought about sports psychology? I said, I have not, I don't even know what that is. She's like, look it up and come back. I said, okay. And that night I actually went back and looked it up. And when I looked it up also, I got a email from the nursing school that I applied to and I didn't get in. And I was like, well, I'm not that sad, but this sports psychology looks <laughs> like this is where I need to be. I always knew I need yeah. to help people. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is where I need to be. Yeah. And so the next day I told her and she goes, okay, well, I want to create this graduate program. Can you help me create it? I was like, what? (laughs) Like, what do you mean create a graduate program for you? And she was like, yeah, I need a research assistant. I need you to help me. And God was like, this is where you need to be. This is your purpose. And had no idea. Holly, I had, if you would have asked me seven years ago what I was doing, like, this is what I would be doing, like, I would have no idea. Yeah, that's So, so cool. Yeah, a year later, I... Uh, create helped her do this graduate program. I was the first year in this graduate program, and I graduated last August with my master's in sport performance psychology. <laughs> wow, that's so amazing! I know. I remember going to lunch with you. I think it was last year after one of the classes, and I was like, I don't know who this girl is, but after doing one of your workshops, <laughs> I was like, I need to be. She's got to be my life. You're amazing, and just. <laughs> Listening to your story, when we had lunch that one time in Temecula, I was like, oh my gosh, like what a journey, but you did it and you set your goals and it lines up so well with your purpose because it's not just something you went to school for. It's like who you are yeah. and it, and it comes so natural. So it's, 
it's really, it's really cool to be, you know, on the sidelines and watch what you do for so many athletes and um, girls with your workshops. That's so awesome. I guess my next question for you is if you, what are, what are some things, you know, in your walk, maybe it was during quarantine or just last year, what are some things that you've had to like get rid of that was really hard to get rid of, whether that's, um, I don't know, it could be anything. What are some things that you struggled with? Cause you're such a, you have so many goals and you're such a driven woman. So I know oh it's, it's probably not that it's hard, dirty. but like, what are some things that you've had that you've struggled with getting rid of, or as the girls listen to this podcast that we could probably like learn from? So I think the biggest thing, and I still, and to be honest with you, I still deal with it. And I, and it's one of the battles that I battle with all the time. And the reason why I created the confidence workshops is, is the lack of confidence within myself and that negative mm-hmm. mindset and learning to not listen to the white noise that my mind will tell me that I can't do it or I'm not good enough. Or I tell my boss all the time, I'm like, I get in these things that I'm not doing a good job and you're going to fire me. And she was like, mm-hmm. I would never like, what do you mean? And even in grad school or the past seven years of really finding myself is, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, am I even good enough? Does anyone want to mm-hmm. even hear what I have to say? Um, and it's really rearranging those thoughts and putting more positive and more uplifting and Also, the biggest thing too is who you surround yourself with. Yeah. And be able to create those boundaries, those healthy boundaries with certain people or things in your life. And, you know, motivation is very temporary. Like Mm -hmm. I really don't even like the word motivation that much because I feel like you don't wake up every day wanting to get up and go for a run or wanting to get up and and do what you do, but you have to have your why. Mm -hmm. And so it's always recreating and reminding yourself of what that is. And when you do that, then you speak kinder to yourself and you're more understanding um, and you trust the process a little more. Yeah. So. That's so, that's so good. I've heard, I had a high school pastor that told me that a lot, like Holly, figure out your why. And once you figure out your why, you'll know your direction. Mm-hmm. And cause it's so true. You can, I mean, like, I know for me, I go for a run every day in this Escondido heat. And I'm like, oh sometimes like I went today and I did almost four miles and I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, why do I do this? Like, yes, to get healthy. And, but I'm like, oh my God, it's hot. Like, why, why am I doing this? Like, why do I choose to put on yoga pants, put on tennis shoes and go for a run in the heat of the day? Like why? But it's, it's because it's like, it's an outlet for me that helps me mentally just like unplug and focus. And if we could figure out our why we would know our direction. So that's so good. It is. Um, And you, and when you figure out your why, like I knew I always needed to help people. Like I knew if I stopped, like if I decided one day, like, I'm not going to do this anymore because I don't think I can, then that Mm -hmm. one person that truly needs me, because that's all it is, right? Like you go into something because you're like, that one person just needs me. I don't need a whole crowd. I just need to help that one person. And that's what keeps me going, whether that's with my physical fitness, um, my mental aspect, my nutrition, because if I'm also not taking care of myself, 
I can't take care of others around me. And my purpose is to take care of others. Mm -hmm. It's almost like trying to pour with an empty cup of water. Like you can't, you can't pour into people if your cup's empty. So it's so important that you take care of yourself. And that's something I struggled with. I mean, I've grown with the past two years is like, I used to pour so much, but my cup was always empty Mm -hmm. and I was just drained, exhausted, but it's like, it's not self. Sometimes you have to be selfish, selfish and focus on yourself, especially when it comes to like mental, physical, emotional, you know, I think us as women, you know, it's ingrained in our minds that, you know, if we do something for ourselves and it's selfish and it's negative and, and how dare you and all this. And so now to rearrange your mind into thinking, no, self-care is so important your why is so important, you know, your mindset and however that may look is really hard because I mean, what I started seven years ago. And so seven for seven years, I have been trying to rearrange my mind of something that I got ingrained into my own mind of the negative mindset that I wasn't worth Mm -hmm. it, that I wasn't worth, you know, having a happy life or doing something for myself and you know, I really wish I just want to, I literally Holly want to create a just bad, just confident woman army that just takes Mm -hmm. over. Like that is, I wish I could just instill that into every woman I meet. Like, no, Mm -hmm. you got this. Like, it's okay. I'm giving you permission to be kind to yourself and, and be a little selfish. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's good. You're going to do it. I mean, you're already starting somewhere and I mean, it's just kind of like this podcast. Like I started this podcast a year ago with just a mission. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. If it reaches one girls, two girls, like so be it. It was important for me that every single girl had a story and I wanted to hear it and I wanted girls to have a voice. So it's like if you just start with your why and if that's your dreams and goals for to reach every girl then you're going to do it. I mean, you're already doing it. I look at your Instagram all the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I'm so glad this girl's in my life. Even though I don't see her a lot. I mean, me and Teresa brag on you all the time. So oh my gosh, you guys are you're so killing it. Just love you. <laughs> we're just like, your, we're your biggest fans too. Like we were, we were laying on the beach the other day and I was like, oh my God, she's going to be on my podcast. I'm freaking out. And oh Teresa's my like, God. oh my God. You guys are so sweet. And it's funny too, because I mean, it's you're if you don't have self doubts, then you're not human, right? We're just yeah. human and we make mistakes and we have different trials and things that are thrown at us. But it is, um, I found this uh, scripture, you know, from Proverbs because we all know that's you know, set they have so, so many good things in there. And it was trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make a straight. He will make, make straight a straight path. path. Yep. Yeah. And it really is, it's still going to be hard. You're still going to have anxiety. You're still going to have self-doubts. You're still going to have all, even like the most confident person you think, no, they still have the same thoughts as you, but it is yeah. finding your why and keep going and, and just, you know, really have that positive mindset. That's good. I think my last question for you um, on the podcast is if you like, I know you do workshops and stuff and I absolutely love them. Um, If you, I'm just going to, I'm going to be a visionary right now. Okay. If you were on stage right now and there's thousands of women and I'm in the crowd and I'm super pumped just to watch you to get to where you are. um, 
if you're on stage right now and you had to tell these girls three things, what would they be? Whether it's, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, what are the three things that stick with you, you know, on a day-to-day basis that you could encourage um, them with? It could be anything. You know, the first thing I, I, this comes to mind that I actually have been saying a lot to people is, or, and, and to women is to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. We're so quick to judge ourselves. We're so quick to, you know, just beat ourselves up for whether it's how we look or what we do or what we say. And, you know, we're all so beautiful inside and out. And it's just to learn to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Um, that is huge. Uh, and I know I've said this a couple of times in this podcast, but to really trust the process mm-hmm. because it is a process and it takes time to, you know, you have to build your foundation, but there's a reason for things. And, you know, I've been through a lot of hardships and tragedy and a lot of things and there is a light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but you have to go through those hard things hard things to make something beautiful. Yeah. And I just want to tell women that because you might be stuck in this really dark place. And I always tell people like, you can visit that dark place, but you, you're going to get out of it. There's a Mm -hmm. light. You're getting built to, to do something big. And Mm -hmm. so I would tell someone that, um, the third one is man just really live life Mm -hmm. you know for those little tiny moments um working with breast cancer survivors on a daily basis Mm -hmm. I've really learned to not take things for granted and that instead of you know saying oh man I have to work out today it's like no I get to move today yeah I get to show up today I get to do the things that I love. I get to see that person. And I think if we can change that mindset of, no, I get to, you know, instead Mm -hmm. of, oh, I have to, I think that's a game changer. Yeah. I love that you said that. My mom is actually a survivor of breast cancer and she got healed, I would say like two years ago. So watching her walk through all that for about four to five years was so challenging, especially like living in California and her in Louisiana. So, um, it is, it is cool to see the process after, but, um, I mean, it's true. You don't know what tomorrow brings. So the fact that you can have that mindset and be like, I get to do this. It, it just makes the motivation and your mindset different. Um, because I mean, you don't, you don't, technically you don't have to do anything, but, and you know, you can sit inside and choose to be complacent, but, mm-hmm. um, those girls who walk through that, it's, it's a journey and it's a fight. It's a constant fight to get healthy again. Um, yep. so that's cool that you get to work with them hands-on, um, and do that. Oh, what a- amazing. Like in their mindset, like there's, even though like they've been through this tragedy and they're still healing, like they see the good in it all. Like, yeah. They truly do. And I, and I'm so happy your mom is in remission and I'm so happy, you know, I didn't know that about you. And, um, I just, you know, my heart definitely goes out because it is, it's a hard deal, man. Like it's an unfair thing that happens. But like I said, like you, there's things that you get thrown at you in life. That's the tragedies and the hardship, but Mm -hmm. there is good even in 2020 right now, like 
yeah. it's what you make it. You can sit mm-hmm. there and you can make it the crappiest year of your life mm-hmm. or you can sit here and make it the best and you just yeah. get creative and you just go after it and find that light. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you uh, just for sharing your heart and I'm believing huge things for you. I mean, I already see it through your life and going to your workshops and looking at you on Instagram. And I definitely think you're in position for what God has for you. So keep it up and just believing the best for you. And one day we're going to be on stage with like lots of girls. Oh yeah, we are. And it's going to be it's going to be amazing. There's going to be music, there's going to be speakers. And I'm just, I just see such a huge future for you. So just thank you for being a friend and, and sharing kind of a little bit about what you do on the podcast, just to encourage the girls who's listening. No. And I think I'm like, seriously, so stoked that I've got to meet you and get to know you and you know, that you're just part of my lady tribe and you know, we're just going to do big things and create that confidence and that light that, you know, and, just uplift others because that's what life's about, man. And yeah. if we can find people like that, we hold on to them tight. So yeah. you can't get rid of me yet. No, <laughs> I won't. Me now. Trust you're me. Me and Teresa me are your biggest fans. So we are not, gonna... <laughs> we will be it. at every workshop if we can. Oh. <laughs> I love thank it. Well, you. thank you so much just for sharing. Thank Girls, you. make sure you follow her on Instagram. I will post everything about her on our Instagram stories and our Instagram posts. Make sure you follow her. Um, the sweetest soul out there and if you're interested in doing workshops and you're in the San Diego area hit her up Um, she has all the connections with that as well as uh, women who are fighting with breast cancer too so if you want connections that way make sure you follow her and thank you Keisha just for sharing on the podcast today thank you so much I so appreciate it yeah no problem thanks girls for listening to the her podcast we will be starting a brand new topic next week kicking off for september so stay tuned for next week